It's time to save the date for some holiday fun. Kendra Scott and Created Woman present Sips, Sweets, and Jewelry on December 12th. Join us at the domain at Kendra Scott for a shopping party. 20% of proceeds benefit CW and Empowering Women. So for details, check out createdwoman.net backslash events. Welcome to the Created Woman Podcast, where faith meets fashion. This show is for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs, and of course, fashionistas. I want to help you discover your God-sized dream and purpose, because as Created Women, we are called to create for the good of others. So let's take the journey together. This is the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Today's show, we get to hear Lynn Cherry's story. She talks about how we can become paralyzed by the idea of finding our purpose. Lynn shares four points that will help you rock your purpose. So if you are a note taker, get ready. Lynn is the author of Keep Walking, a mom of two adult boys, and along with her husband, just accepted the position of pastor at a local church, which is a story about purpose changing strategies that you have to hear. Glad you're here. Me too. It's been a minute. Yeah. I've been trying to set up. <laughs> we'll get into that later. It happens. It happens. We've had some technical issues. <laughs> but before we get started, we have to talk about what you're wearing. Oh. Okay. Well, it is Saturday morning. Yeah. So, very casual, cozy. I'm wearing my travel pants mm-hmm. from uh, the North Face. I bought these for my trip to Israel in January. It's like a 12-hour flight, so mm. I'm going to be comfortable. Right. I would totally wear yoga pants, only... I don't want to be like, here's my booty right. on the flight. I get it. Mm-hmm. So these are so comfortable and stretchy, and yeah, I'm excited yeah. about them. I'm loving them. But your shirt is my favorite. Of course, <laughs> because it is CW Collective. Yes. I love it. Remember your why. Mm. I think we need, okay, first of all, it's like just the cutest t-shirt. Yeah. Totally on trend. Yummy fabric. Really, I love it. Um, and then the message, remember your why, like who doesn't mm-hmm. need that reminder? Well, that's it. You spoke up, spoke yeah. at your message in October. So we're going to, we took some pictures before we got started. So we're going to post okay, all no, the like fashion no pictures. Makeup. I need some makeup. So we, are me. <laughs> we are snuggle bug. today. It's okay. But um, not only are you wearing remember your why, you brought one of your favorite things. And I just want to talk about your favorite one of your other favorite things my favorite new thing yeah which you scoped out for me I did thank you for doing that you're welcome so uh just for clarification my full name is Lynn Cherry Mm -hmm. and I have embraced this uh name my married name Cherry and I have cherries in my house, and I occasionally wear cherry clothing. Mm-hmm. Like you sent me a picture of little cherry tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of months ago, you sent me a screenshot of a planner, an Erin Condren yeah. cherry planner. And so, so I bought it. So cute. I love it. And I love planners. Like, I love the paper. I want to sit there with my pencil and plan and write it all down and see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I still ha- I have the phone calendar and my regular calendar. Mm-hmm. I do both. Okay, so since we're on the topic of fashion, yeah, what is your favorite fashion 
piece that you can't leave the house without or your favorite fashion trend right now? Okay. Well, I do have a favorite piece. Okay. And I got it last season. Um, again, thanks to you. Wow. <laughs> so, it is, it is my um, yummy corduroy jacket, burgundy jacket from Joie. You rocked it at a party we were at last night. Yes. I love it. It is... First of all, the color is just rich and gorgeous, and mm-hmm. the fabric is amazing, and it's just it's just so fun. Yeah, you wore. We did a photo shoot for Creative mm-hmm. Women, and you wore that. Yes, because you borrowed, borrowed clothes from them, and it, yeah. you fell in love with it. I did. I'm like, I have to have this. It's a little bit out of my normal shopping mm-hmm. budget, mm-hmm. but I think it's classic, and I think yeah. I'm gonna wear it like forever, especially yeah. like holidays. It's I think because of that, I'll wear it a yeah. lot. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. We'll post that picture, too. So if okay. you're listening, you can go to our Instagram. You can see all these pictures of her favorite trend, her Remember Your Why, and her journal. Yay! It'd be great. Okay, so speaking of Remember Your Why, tell us what your purpose is. Tell us who you are mm-hmm. and what your purpose is. Yeah. Well, my name is Lynn Marie Cherry, and I was created to help people get unstuck, to mm. help them move forward. I think we all have that tendency in life, whether it's just routine, mundane, or struggle and mm-hmm. pain, we can stay stuck in those places. And so my mantra, my hard-earned mantra in life is keep walking. Yeah. Just with this belief that if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're eventually going to move through the hardship and move toward what God has for you. Yeah, I think one of my favorite scriptures now, which is because of you, so let me give you credit, is in Isaiah, when you walk mm. through the waters, yeah. when you walk through yes. these things, yeah, it the never, river, the fire, yeah. you don't go around it. You don't go around, you don't go under, you mm-hmm. can't go over, you got to go through it. Yeah, I love that. So you talked about that at Gather Her last mm-hmm. month, and you actually have a book called Keep Walking. Yeah. And... I love that because you're helping women go through some of the hard things in their life. Yeah. And so tell us how that even came about or what your, who you feel like this book, Keep Walking, is mm-hmm. for. Well, the book really was birthed out of the pain of my story, just walking through betrayal in my marriage and uh, finding that through like all of the pain and struggle, God was so faithful to bring me nuggets mm. and pictures and scriptures that mm. carried me, that helped me get out of bed in the morning, helped me move mm. forward. So the book is just that collection, the things yeah. that really helped me. And I'm so excited. This past year, I broke uh, 3,000 oh my gosh. books out there. Like, actually, I think it's around three. 3,300 right now. Wow. So, and that's not um, the norm for self-published mm-mm. books. Because what's the norm, just so everybody can get? Well, the average book sells about 250 copies a year and over 2,000, uh, around 2,000 in its lifetime. Mm. And so the fact that I, I've been selling an average of 1,000 a year. Wow. Um, and my sales are, are still really strong. So. Well, you're hitting... I don't know if it's a nerve or what. Yeah. It's a you know, that people don't like to talk about. Right. And you have been brave, you and your husband both, yeah, to share your story mm-hmm. of what happens on the other side when you go through. Yes. And it's been beautiful to just watch your passion to help other women. And other yeah. not just women, yeah. couples. Absolutely. Just to to give them hope. Cause I think they're 
that hopelessness is so paralyzing. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have hope and you can't see a vision of what life looks on the other side of this pain, it's then you are stuck. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we knew early on that we would tell our story, and here we are. Yeah, years later. Yeah. Yeah. You say you work with an organization, and then we're going to get into your message of Rock Your Purpose. Yeah. But... I, since we're here on this keep walking, I you know I feel like it's so important mm. that people just know they can get your book, but there's also mm. other opportunities. Yeah, there's a lot of great resources out of there, and one of the things I've had the pleasure of doing the past two years is I've been the program chair for Hope Rising Conference, mm-hmm. which is a one-day conference for betrayed spouses, and we actually just had it October 12th, but the... Um, there's an on-demand version that you can purchase oh. right now. I think it's $70. You can watch all the sessions just on your own time. And you so, can do it in private privacy, yeah, which it might be easier. I, I think it is easier, especially mm-hmm. if it's fresh and you're like, man, I, I don't. There's a lot of shame yeah. when you've been through betrayal. It's hard to talk about it. And so this is a way where you can sit in front of your computer, yeah. get some hope, practical truth, um, Things to help you move forward, and you don't have to tell anyone or yeah. go anywhere. Well, I think what's so inspiring and hopeful with you is your attitude. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about betrayal, you talk about pornography, yeah, and you do this with this sweet smile <laughs> and voice that uh, makes it so comfortable for people Yeah, um, to just listen and to feel like it's not a shameful mm-hmm thing we all have our stuff we do we do and and that was a long process in my life because I did stay buried and hidden and kept it a secret for so long now I can see how like the fact that there was a betrayal in my marriage I didn't cause that that wasn't my fault I'm not to blame for that but my choices to hide and pretend Mm. and cope with denial those are choices I made that kept me stuck yeah. even longer. Yeah. And so I, I feel like if I can talk about it in a way that it doesn't feel like such a stigma right? and let people know that it's real, it's happening. I think yeah. it's happening more and more in our culture. It's going to continue to be a problem. Yeah. Um, I, I just want people to be able to break free from that yeah. and, and know they're not alone and know that there, there is a way out. Yeah. And from that, you have found your purpose. Yeah. Part of it. <laughs> For sure. I mean, because surprise. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who's expecting that? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. But don't you think that happens a lot that when we find out like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, it comes from something that we might not have expected? Right. I, I think it actually happens a lot. Where And I talked about that at Gather Her, where purpose can be birthed out of our pain. Mm. And, and sometimes those difficult situations and like the things that lay you bare can become the very thing where you find identity and mm. where you find um, purpose. And it's, it's surprising, but part of that I think it's just God's redemption. Yeah. Yeah, I, there was a quote that you said during Gather Her um, that I love. And you said, purpose is not about destination, but it's fuel for the journey. 
Right. I, I had a destination mindset, mm-hmm. I think, for most of my life about purpose that, you know, in that existential dilemma of like, what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. And we can get so lost in that. And I, I we feel like someday I'm going to find my purpose. Like it is the X on the map of my future life. Yeah. And that can be absolutely paralyzing. Thinking yeah. that I have to find this. How am I going to find it? And what if I ne- what happens if I never right. find it? Yeah. So um, I, I remember talking about that with my friend Amy. We were both coming out of like brainy, sciencey life mm-hmm. in college mm-hmm. and in our um, careers to now stay-at-home moms. Yeah, I have a degree in biology. Biology. I worked in molecular genetics for six years. You're the smartest person I know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So then I'm a stay-at-home mom, Mm. and I'm like, no one's giving me a performance review and telling me what I've done well and where I can improve. And I remember just feeling lost in that. And motherhood, I think, can just do that Mm -hmm, to you. It's easy for for women to lose themselves in motherhood and kind of forget that there's a reason they exist aside from yeah. keeping their kids alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thinking I have to find this destination, I have to reach this spot, and then I'll know my purpose. Yeah. To believing more that purpose is the fuel for every day. Mm. Purpose is not the destination. It's it's the why. It's the why mm-hmm. that gets me out of bed in the morning. It's the why that. Um, motivates me to continue to grow and learn and yeah. do new things. Yeah, I love it. Because I've seen that a lot in my own life and so many others that we just get stuck and feel overwhelmed. And I, I right. feel like when you hit those points of being overwhelmed, like I'll never find it, you just stop. Right. Because it's, it is overwhelming. And that overwhelm does, I think it, it gives you just resignation like, oh, well, that's yeah. for other people, and it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And we're like, she's she's rocking her purpose, and she's doing amazing things, but I'm just like, that's not my story. And so we do. We can give up and feel like we, we're not going to have this impact in the world that other people are having. Yeah. But there's, there's power in thinking small and thinking about what an impact you're having just in your circle of, yeah. of influence. And that that's, that's important, too. Each mm-hmm. one of us just make a difference in one person's life. Then we change the world. Yeah. Well, you had four points that you shared that I want to get to because I think they were so incredible. But to bring it all together, <laughs> I loved I – I want our listeners to hear this story that you told our guests at Gather Her about the four-wheeler. I know. <laughs> I loved it. And I wish people could see. We need to start videotaping or something. Just when you speak, you're so theatrical, uh-huh. and you just don't stand behind a podium or whatever or table. Yeah, you really get up there and draw people in. And so when you tell stories like this, I just imagined you on this four wheeler. <laughs> it was no joke. Well, first of all, I love being able to just talk to the girls. Yeah, you know, because I. Um, and more often in my life now talking to both genders, mixed audience. And so it's fun to just talk to the girls and mm-hmm. be crazy and be a girl. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, so I am a mom of two boys, <laughs> which I'm a little outnumbered in mm-hmm. our home. And so there's this pressure like to be a cool mom mm-hmm. and to hang with the boys. 
So I I have adventures that I normally wouldn't choose on my yeah. own because I want to be with the guys. Yeah. So uh, we went on a, a mountain vacation. And first of all, I realized like a mountain vacation is not a beach vacation. No. It is not laying around soaking the sun, reading a novel. Like it is way more work. And yeah, we did all this fun stuff, climbing, hiking, whitewater rafting. And then we went on a an ATV tour in the mountains, like made so, like quite yeah. a jump in elevation and then back down. Yeah. And at first I was like, okay, I got it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And I'm psyching myself up yeah. for this because like out of my comfort zone. And and it was like it was pretty easy to operate. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I got this. <laughs> but then it started to rain. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, everything's getting wet and slippery and my butt is slipping and my feet are slipping and my hands are slipping and I hit a rock in the path and it just jerked the handlebar away from me. And, like, I am not even thinking about being cool anymore. I'm totally (laughs) screaming and, yeah, freaking out. I don't know which button to push. And then, finally, the ATV ended up, like, up the side of an embankment. Mm. Thank God for the embankment. Yeah, no kidding. Because, like, the other side is down the mountain. Oh, no. I know. I know, no. Heather. That's not. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> it's scary. So, it's up the side of the embankment, and I'm just, like, I, I'm, I'm done. done. I just swung my leg over and backed away, and I'm, like, I'm not even trying. I don't, I don't do reverse. <laughs> I don't do reverse in my car. <laughs> so, I'm not even trying. Yeah. this machine. So the guide came over and, you know, backed it all down. And then the guide, he's, you know, this Colorado hippie dude, he's like, ma'am, you can't let the rocks tell you where to go. The rocks will try to tell you where to go. They'll grab you, and you have to keep a firm grip on your direction. You determine your direction. And it was sort of like this unexpected truth bomb mm-hmm. from the ATV guide. Um, I, because I think that happens in life. Yeah. You know, there are rocks in the path. There are obstacles. There are things that want to get you off course. And yet we have the power to determine our direction and Mm -hmm. to not let the rocks just grab us and take us for a ride, send us down the mountain. Yeah. They try to. Yeah. Because you're ready to stop. Yeah. 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 So you had... And I love that because it it just shows your bravery to keep going. And you said when you came back, you had to go back yes. down the same path. We did. So we're out there, you know, we get I get back on the machine and the machine. <laughs> the scary machine. Yeah, get back on the machine and we're driving along. And then at one point we turn around and I realize we are going back in on the mm-hmm. exact same path that we had headed out on. And I, like, immediately started to feel anxious. Like, oh, no. You know, am I going to yeah. recognize that rocky area when I get there? Um, is it going to grab me and get me off course again? And, and I started to worry about it. But then our trusty guide circled everybody up at one point, And it just flat out said, ma'am, we're going back through the area where you had your little incident. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Thank thanks you. For the, thanks for the heads up. Like, I appreciate it. I appreciated him letting me know. And then he just he just said, he's like, you're going to think that you should slow down or stop. But things will actually go better for you if you mm-hmm. accelerate. 
and then there's that thought again, like purpose is the fuel. So I need, mm. I need to add more fuel. Wow. And purpose helps us negotiate those obstacles. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got it. And, you know, we take off driving again. And I'm, first of all, I'm holding on yeah. to handlebars like never before. And thankfully, it's not raining anymore. But I'm holding on. And I start to feel those rocks grabbing the tires. And I'm having this struggle but instead of stopping, I punched the accelerator mm-hmm. and just popped right over. And the guy turned around over his shoulder and like, we had a moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see what I just did? Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. You got the head nod? For sure. <laughs> I, I felt so powerful. I'm like, I did it. But yeah. it really was a moment of triumph, like adding, not letting it stall me out, facing the fear and adding that fuel and realizing, okay, I can get, I can get over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So how, if, if, if you're in the midst, in real life, you're not on the 14 wheel, 18, what is it? What four is it called? Four, there's only four wheels. be brave daily. I mean, but how yeah. do you practically do that? Yeah. I I love that idea. I think that's something that I felt God stirring within me that bravery is is not just reserved for the the big moments, mm. but brave daily obedience, brave daily doing. Mm-hmm. Like those things that we do consistently where we create a pattern and we have a rhythm and we're we're um, making those everyday everyday choices that are brave. Yeah, um, that that sets us up for success. It. Yeah, and I heard you say that sometimes when you were going through your season, that bravery was just getting up. Absolutely, there were days where getting out of bed was was a triumph, or taking a shower mm-hmm. was a triumph. And then I remember when my boys were little, when we were walking through recovery. I would have them bring their matchbox cars mm-hmm. in our room and just like drive their cars on the bed and I would try to get them to stay in bed with me as long as they could. Wow. But then eventually, you know, they were a gift to me too. Yeah. Because they helped me. Mm-hmm. I had some purpose there. But yeah, that actually I've got to get out of bed. I gotta take care of these two kids. Life is still happening in the mm-hmm. midst of my pain and being able to rise above that and just do the simple things yeah. daily. Yeah. That's true for you moms too. Like it getting is, in the shower. It is it's a <laughs> hard life transition. Yeah. I think sometimes our expectation sets us up to make it even harder because we're like, oh, it's going to be so awesome when I'm a mom and I'm going to have this sweet little baby. And then reality hits and you're sleep deprived and like your body is now utilitarian. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So in a way it's so reality is just not like Pinterest mm. as a new mom. And so having to grapple with that, like this is a lot of work. Yeah. Not to mention the hormones. Like that's a tough life transition. It is. It's, it's, it's hard for me. It's that's, um, one of the things that creative woman is so great about it mm-hmm. is let's walk alongside women mm-hmm. through transitions. Thank you. Because those are hard. They are. And it's, you know, we say all the time, whether you're a new mom out of college, um, 
kids going off to college, being yeah. empty nester, right. job transition, divorce, whatever it may be, when we find ourselves in transition, it's hard to get up and go into a new yeah. routine. Right. It is. It helps to have your tribe. You know, that was another thing that was so important to me is just having three, three or four girls who knew what I was facing, mm-hmm. who were willing to sit with me in the dark times and then also say, just come on, come on, girl, let's yeah. go. Encourage me when I needed encouragement. Um, I, that was an important lifeline yeah. as yeah. well. You used the example of uh, the Saul to Paul transformation in the Bible. Yeah. When he was on the road, and uh, but he 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 was blinded. Right. And he was just told to get up and go. Yes, he got. I was reading that one day, and I'm like, dang, this is a <laughs> major life transition. Yeah. Here he is, like he is out there persecuting Christians. He's going to put an end to this Jesus movement, and then he has this God encounter with the light. And realizes, oh my gosh, I had it all wrong. Yeah. And I've got to make this course correction. Mm. And he gets this instruction in Acts 9, 6. It says, now get up and go into the city. You will be told what you Mm. must do. But you think of the simplicity of that. Get up and go. Yeah. Go where? Right. (laughs) Like, what do I do? But there's, there's the promise you will be told what to do, mm. but that that promise comes in the obedience mm. of getting up and going. Yeah, so hard. It is, it is, but I think that we see that I, over and over in my walk with the Lord is that when I'm willing to do the small things, the simple things, that really the steps of faith, yeah. get up and go, okay, that's so vague, Lord, can I get yeah. specifics? Can you show me the X on the map? <laughs> right. But being willing to say, okay, I'll do this first step that I have, yeah. and then the second step comes, and the third mm. step, and, and the details start to right. fill in. Yeah. it's I That's been hard for me over the years. I want to know how, when, where, and why. Yeah. And to just be like, Oh. Here, quote from Heather. What's my one, two, three? Yes. yes. <laughs> I love my one, two, three. I know. Me. God, I At the same time, though, I have watched you over and over <laughs> in your life. Just be diligent and be consistent and be faithful to do what you knew to do at mm. that moment. And then also to be like, okay, we're doing this now. Being willing to shift yeah. and change and go with the flow and yeah. yes, Thank you want you. your one, two, three, but you're there's a lot of you're a, a a faith girl. I'm a faith girl for sure, and I think that process of learning not to have my one, two, three has been more about my attitude. Mm, I can see that. Like I'll I'll obey, but I'm not. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it with a little bit. Yes, pizzazz. because I believe Jesus. And I, I know that I've heard his voice, but I'm really angry. <laughs> so I'll do it. That's so great. it's been more of my attitude adjustment over the years that the Lord has worked on me on. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. So that, speaking of one, two, three, yeah, I have a point girl too. Okay. So you had four points. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're getting to it. Do you like that? Do you like that transition? <laughs> that was a beautiful segue. <laughs> So good. I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number one was be brave daily. Yes. <laughs> For those that are, aren't in the car right now, they'd be yes, listening. Yes, <laughs> yes. Number two was that whole idea that don't let the rocks get you off mm-hmm. course. 
Number three was that idea that, you know, those rocks can launch you to your purpose. This was one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, thinking, like, purpose can be birthed out of pain. Purpose can be birthed out of the things that we think are are undoing us. Yeah. Like, uh, and I thought that for a long time, like, this is the end of me. Yeah. Felt mostly dead, like, just going through the motions of, I, I like to say I was the Walking Dead before zombies were cool. <laughs> but that's how I lived for mm-hmm. so, so long. So then thinking, okay, now this thing that I thought was going to be the end of me has really become a source of purpose and passion in my life to be able to help other people with the pain of my story, to help them to not stay stuck, yeah. to help them to believe there's hope for their life, even if there's not hope for their relationship. Mm-hmm. That God promises to restore our soul. That's good. Say that again, because I think people think restoration looks a certain way. Yeah, I I have seen and believe that restoration does not always mean reconciliation. Mm. Reconciliation takes two people willing to do the work in a relationship, and and you can't make decisions for anyone else but yourself. That could be your spouse, that could yeah, be family, friend, friends, coworker. Yeah. Yeah, forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. It's not the same thing. Yeah. So, but but yet there's this promise in Psalm 23. I love that He restores Mm. my soul. So whether or not your relationships are restored, God promises to restore our soul, and Mm. that can come in so many different ways. Yeah, I love that. It's so good. Yeah, me too. But then we also get to number four. Number four is be salty. Yeah, you're a salty girl. (laughs) I'm a salty girl. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was so fun thinking about this message and thinking about um, rock your purpose and the rocks on the path, and then um, remembering rock salt, mm-hmm. which is used for many different things. One of which, my favorite, is making ice cream, mm-hmm. which is such a sweet gift to the world. Ice cream, I love it. Um, another is uh, I grew up in the north, and so they'll sprinkle rock salt on the roads in the winter. Mm-hmm. It's the same principle. Yeah. It lowers the freezing temperature, keeps ice from forming on the road, so the road isn't as slippery. And just knowing that we can leverage our experience in life. Yeah. We can be salty. We can add seasoning. We can add flavor. But we can also just make the road a little bit easier for other yeah. girls. And I love um, in Isaiah... He, three different times, Isaiah shares this a similar thought. He says, prepare the way for the people, build up the highway, remove the stones, prepare the road, remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. I love um, this, make the road straight and smooth, fill in the valleys, level out the hills, smooth out the ruts, clear out the rocks. So we can take our experience and we can just say, you know, I've been here. Yeah. Let me just move some rocks out of your way. Wow. Let me make your path a little bit better because I learned the hard way. So mm-hmm. learn, you can learn from me. Right. And it'll save you a little bit of struggle. Right. I love that. So you recently, you and David both have been given an opportunity. Yeah. In this new role. Yes. So you're having to figure out how to rock your purpose in a whole new way. I am. It's it's uh, it's an unexpected opportunity that we would have never, we weren't seeking out. It yeah. kind of just found us. I knew that I was uh, headed for a transition. God gave me a heads up, which mm. I'm so grateful know, right? for. He's so kind to me. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a change resistor. <laughs> so 
He, we um, need those rocks to propel you. Probably. <laughs> maybe every girl doesn't need them, but I definitely do. It's like a little swift kick in the butt helps too. Uh, but There's my saltiness. Sorry about that. <laughs> I need your flavor in my life, Heather. Thank you. I need your stability. <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, just nothing we were looking for. Um, but I knew change was coming. Mm-hmm. And so God had started to deal with me that change is coming. And, and, and I really did my part. I worked with a life coach. I did a lot of soul searching. Mm-hmm. I did all the homework she gave me you know, yeah. to dig into my identity and my purpose and what I felt God had for me. So I'm, I'm doing everything I knew to do, Yeah, getting people to walk alongside of me. And then my husband, at the same time, felt like God gave him this word, awareness, mm-hmm. just being aware and saying yes to opportunities. Wow. I don't know if I knew that. His part of the story. Yeah. It's such an important part. So we got this phone call out of the blue that there was a, a church in the city that was needing an interim pastor. And, you know, we've been in ministry for a long time, mm-hmm. and that is no joke. Yeah. It's so much work. It's a lot. It's, it's yeah. every day. It's, it's every week. Yes. It's every month. It's like, oh, my gosh. So um, David's first answer was no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I am not interested in that. I remember we were driving in the car, and I was like, well, babe, your year for the year was awareness. Like, we're supposed to say <laughs> so yes did this. to opportunities. <laughs> I totally instigated it. I know. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, well, I guess we can meet with them. So it just started this process of yeah. being open, mm-hmm. being willing to explore the opportunities that came our way, uh, saying yes to Jesus daily yeah and even in um, these surprising unexpected yeah. moments saying yes and we ended up agreeing to be the interim pastors and we're like we can do anything yeah. for a year yeah or like yeah <laughs> it's just a year we can totally do that and seeing how like our experience our gifts our talents did bring a lot to help this church, yeah. and we thought we can help them through this transition. We can, um, we can even help them move forward in the yeah. transition. And kind of the pieces fell in place and came together. And then somewhere along the line, into this twelve-month interim yeah. thing, uh, they asked us if we would consider staying. Mm. And we we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a big, a big surprise as yeah. well. And yet it just felt like that was what God was doing yeah. in our lives. And so here we are. We got installed as the pastors of this church, which was so beautiful. And you were there. It was so sweet. I cried the whole service. <laughs> it was so special. It was a passing of the baton in a way mm-hmm. that was so beautifully done. Yeah. The way they honored you. They honored the church's history and yes. the future. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was a great yeah. service. And I have to say, as you're talking about rocking your purpose and remember your why, I think so often we think there's this one thing. Mm. And I've watched you and David through this year realize our why hasn't changed. Yeah. We're still helping people get unstuck. Yes. We're still helping people move forward, just doing it in this environment we had expected. And how beautifully you've fought, you've cried, you've said yes, you've done all the emotions. It's not like you were like, ah, this is what's next. Right. It has been a journey. Yeah. And you've had the rocks that propelled you, you've had (laughs) to change directions, but 
just watching you mm-hmm. is an example. I feel like that women, people in general need to hear, like, there's no arrival. And once, I feel like yeah. once you start, you feel like you're arrived. That's when the Lord says, and also we're going <laughs> this direction now. Yes. That, I think that's so profound. Um, we are trained to, like, watch for that arrival place. And, and even, like, on social media and looking yeah. at people who we feel like have figured it out, um, we see them at what we determine is an arrival point. Yeah. Like, they've, they're doing it. They've, they've figured it out. They've arrived at this destination. And, but they're in process, too. Yeah. So through this whole thing with changing your strategy, continuing to rock your purpose and remember your why, how have you found like a life balance, if at all, in this season? How do you balance, because I think we get this question all the time with, you know, as a mom, as a wife, as a pastor, as an author, yeah. as a, all these things, how do you balance your faith and work? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting when you're in ministry, because mm-hmm. I sort of feel like my faith and my career are one. Yeah. Like they're so the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the balance comes in having my personal rhythms, having my quiet time, being consistent in that. I'm a big believer in a gratitude journal. I keep mm-hmm. a gratitude journal that keeps me grounded uh, to be able to say, this is what God is doing that I can be thankful yeah. for. And it reminds me of his faithfulness in every season. So that's definitely something that is important to me. Having those rhythms in my life, we're really trying to figure out a Sabbath rhythm, mm. a rhythm of rest that yeah. hasn't been uh, something we were ever really good at. But now we know, like, okay, I turned 50 this mm. year, and I'm starting being a pastor at wow. 50. Yeah. So if I want to do this long term and I want to um, plan for longevity, I know I have to have a rhythm of rest. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. You're so special. You're special. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Well, what if there's one last thing that you, from this whole experience that you want our listeners to know, what is that one last thing that you just feel like, just remember this? Yeah, I think just remember that uh, it's a daily decision. Mm-hmm. The, the brave daily doing, I feel like that's the bottom line. Um, whether you're hitting those rocks, whether you are like, wow, I'm launching into something new, um, whether you're sprinkling some salt, it's all about the small daily steps yeah. of obedience. So good. So, you know, I created a woman, we're all about God-sized dreams. Yeah. And I think you're in the middle of one. <laughs> but if you had to think of your next God-sized dream, and maybe it's in the midst of this dream, what is your next God-sized dream? Definitely, I, I know I have a, a passion for just being the best leader that I can be. Mm. And that's like that's a little unusual for me because I'm the reluctant leader. Yeah. I'm like, I will step up if nobody else steps up, but I'm not, hey, put me in charge. Mm. So just being the best leader that I can be for the opportunity God's yeah. placed me in, that's, that's a big uh, motivational factor in my life right now. My big dream, I know, is I have another book. I have yeah. another book to write. Yeah. So I just spent some time with my beautiful new planner oh! uh, yesterday, kind of setting some goals for 2020 mm. and some checking check-in points. Like if I want to release a book in 2021, then what stepping back from that and knowing some markers, planning yeah. some markers along the way. 
Can you share what that book might be about? Yeah, I think that book is really about moving forward, not just in the pain and the struggle, but uh, letting go of that survival mentality yeah. and the victim mentality. Mm. Um, you know my story about my survivor trophy. Yeah. Hanging on to my pain in a powerful way, feeling like this didn't uh, end my life and I'm going to make it, and I'm strong, and I'm Destiny's yeah. child, I'm a survivor. Right. But being able to also release that so I can live with a soft heart and tenderness, yeah. and that has an edge to it. Yeah. So that's, I, that. I think that's where it will go. Speaking of your book, where can people find your book? And we'll post it all in the yeah. show notes and website and all that, but just it's in case you're on Amazon, yeah. so it's super easy to find. Keep Lynn walking. Lynn Marie Cherry, keep, keep walking. 40 Days to Hope and Purpose After Betrayal. Okay, answer this question. I was okay. created to... I was created to help people get unstuck, mm. to share words and messages and truth that helps them move forward in their life. Love it. You do that for me all the time. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> you enjoyed your time today and if you want more and I know you do head on over to the created woman website at createdwoman.net or follow us on social media for a dose of faith and fashion every Monday and Wednesday with our weekly online devotionals also we would love to meet you face to face at our monthly event called gather her at gather her you'll find a community of women learning to dream live life on purpose and explore our faith it's a special evening where you can connect with your girl tribe meet other dream launcher friends and it's absolutely free well all right friends if you like the show help others find us too by hitting the subscribe button and giving us a review plus you'll be the first to know when a new episode is available well, thanks for listening today. I hope it inspired you to take a dream step towards your guide-sized dream and share your story too. Well, this has been the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson.